Hi guys, what's going on and welcome back. This is the episode 15 of the Tipped Out Podcast with your host, Danny Christie from Danny Christie Golf and myself, Brandon, Brandon Palmer from Balance Performance Golf. What's going on, Danny? Not much, BP. What's going on with you? Just kicking it, man. Hanging out. Suns went down, had some dinner. It's time to dive into this podcast. So what is our, our topic of discussion today? So today what we've got for you is we're working into this winter phase here. And unfortunately for folks like me up in the uh, north, um, we are kind of stuck inside or, you know, don't have that same opportunity to get outside and play golf. So our, our topic for today is going to be working through this off season and how you can maintain your productivity and, and kind of still work towards maybe not as an active, but a, a fairly active way of, keeping your golf game in good shape. Um, so I've kind of put it into three categories that uh, we'll touch on today and they are reset. So you get the time to reset, which is a great thing. Fitness, which is kind of your specialty. You know much more about that than I do. And then uh, the last one is going to be game plan. So, you know, you're, you're kind of going through a phase of you just played, you just, saw all the things that are wrong with your game, right? Well, let's looking forward, try to see if we can work on those things or start to think about how to work on those things or how we're going to improve. So that'd be under that game plan category. So anything you want to touch on right away? Or do you want me to just jump right into a reset here? Let's jump right into reset. Yeah. I, I thought of okay. a little something. But we'll put that at the end. We'll, we'll leave that for the end. That'll be a little, a little uh, Easter Perfect. egg for the Perfect. kids. <laughs> So reset is for me personally, I always love like that first, like it's almost usually about a month somewhere. The time period doesn't matter that much, at least like more than a week. I just don't, don't touch a club. Don't even think about like, maybe think about it, but I don't, I don't swing. I don't, I'm so happy to almost be done trying to grind to be better. I'm like, I'm just happy to kind of take that little break, which I think is much needed. Um, do you feel the same way when you get done with the summer? I know you're in Florida now. Or... I think, yeah, I, I definitely think so. Um, going back to our college days many, many moons ago, um, <laughs> I think it's it all depends on location and kind of your not, I don't want to say skill level, but like how much and how often you play. Like maybe some viewers may not know uh, how much golf we play or as college golfers, we had a pretty packed tournament season. So it wasn't really much downtime or hangout time or really like time to work on the game. It was more so tournament this weekend. Okay. Your game's not doing so well. Band-Aid fix it next weekend, another tournament. Yep. So that was kind of the real, um, nice thing to get away from, like take a little step back. Like you said, get the club out of your hands and just do a full body mind reset. Uh, so that you're like excited to pick the club back up again. I know. Exactly. Yeah. If you only play a couple times a year, so, you may never get that opportunity or even have that thought. But for us yeah. who play almost every day or every other, uh, and now coach a lot as well, it's, it's definitely nice to take a little break every now and then I would say. And it's, it's, much needed from a person, people of our stature, I think, that, that play this. Definitely. Um, I, there, there's many people say this, and I've heard it many times from a lot of, of good golfers, where sometimes the break's the best thing you can do. 
sometimes in golf you feel like you're banging your head against the wall a little bit or you're you're working on something and maybe it's just not working but you kind of just go through you'll go through a slump whatever it may be and no matter kind of how much oh yeah I'm just going to keep working at it keep banging away that's not always it for some reason it just doesn't really work like that so kind of my thought process behind why it doesn't and from what I've what I've kind of started to learn a little bit about the swing is just it helps you kind of reset into how you your body naturally wants to swing instead of being cluttered with swing thoughts and kind of that overwhelming feeling of not knowing what to do trying to force mm-hmm. your body to do things that maybe you're not even supposed to be doing so it's definitely good to to have that break to get out of that scenario and Sam Sneed said it best he loved to take a break because then he'd just go home and fish every day so whenever he was in a slump he would go home and he'd just he'd fish every day and he wouldn't even that was like one of his ultimate cures he just wouldn't even touch a club go home fish for a week and then he'd feel better and he'd get back after it so it is just that mental and physical kind of total reset is exactly what it is yeah it's such a fine line right because when you think about it it's like oh i want to get better at the game but taking time away like i can understand how it would be hard for many to wrap their mind around that but it's almost something you have to do um to see it's so tough to even kind of put your finger on it because i was just about to say like try it to see if it works for you but it's not even really about like it working for you or it not being or being for somebody it's just all about like I think your perception and your kind of perspective on what you're going through like like Sam Sneed said if you're just struggling but you're you know you're a good golfer like take a little time away get your mind off it like yeah I definitely know I don't know about you but I've laid in bed at night sometimes and just scenarios run about your swing or you know oh am I this way or that way or is it really that I miss this part like, there's so many things that can cloud our judgment and kind of just get us off track um and it's all about you know the six inches upstairs here in our mind that most of the time that is what's throwing us off uh, mm-hmm. it can be course. very discouraging is what I would mm-hmm. say it can be extremely 100%. discouraging yeah when you go through that phase um and last little thing I want to hit on here is I don't I feel like a lot of people can relate to this that first round back in the spring it's usually pretty good isn't it it's not actually you know what I'm saying that's kind of that power of the reset a little bit and obviously you're not going to be not touching the club for that long but usually when you come back from a break it feels pretty good and free again yeah would you have to say that's due to the fact that most of the time when you come back out there you're knocking the rust off right so your expectations are pretty low when we have little to no expectations. Sometimes every player is different. You know, some players really need a number to shoot for or a real goal or almost have pressure. But most times if we just go out there and we have the goal of enjoying the game, enjoy the walk or have fun, or, you know, just be happy that snow's no longer on the ground and you're out there yeah. for a round. Like you said, sometimes you just get those extra kicks, the ball goes in and the swing just feels all right. So uh, yeah, definitely take that little tidbit into your uh, offseason here coming up. Reset that's is not true. a bad thing. So that's going to end it with a reset. And mm-hmm. I, I've, I guess one not quite over on reset. The time frame here is interesting. I don't mm-hmm. – because, like, I, I take the break, but then usually kind of about now, right, because I stopped playing a lot in the middle of October. 
I'm about a month in where I haven't really touched the club. It's getting to the point where I like I'm kind of ready to start putting my hands on one again. Yeah. And that's kind of we'll talk about that a little bit more in game plan. But so let's um let's get into fitness. Fitness, cool. Uh so there's a couple different breakdowns here I want to go with the fitness. I'm checking out my notes here. Um the first thing I'd like to say is yoga. So I've just recently uh in the last couple of weeks or months got far more into yoga. I know you're into yoga as well. Um the guys I really follow for that, I am no expert by any means, whether it's the form or the breathing or just anything about it. So the guys I've really breathing looked up to. really hard, by the way. It's crazy. And there's all different types of breathing. You have in through the mouth, out through the nose. That's more Pilates. Nose, nose, that's yoga. Um, you know, shallow breathing, deep breathing. Uh, you got the, like the Wim Hof method of breathing. There's so many different forms. Uh, but yeah, that's a whole nother topic. We can, we yeah, can actually, just I just wanted to, to mention that. But anyway, yeah. So yoga, um, Sean Vig, I'll have Danny throw their names up. I'll send him the proper spelling, but Sean Vig and Tom Merrick are great for Sean Vig is more fitness, uh, not fitness, my bad, more yoga, like full yoga based, I think. And then Tom Merrick is a lot of stretching. He has really good golf based stretching and mobility program as well. Uh, his hip mobility program is Muy bien for all our, for all our, <laughs> Jesus. Spanish uh, listeners. Yeah. Well, uh, kids from Mexico City listening out there. Uh, yeah. So, John V, Tom Merrick for the yoga. And then the next part I want to touch on is the fitness in it whole self. So, the glutes and the abs are basically the, the powerhouse of the golf swing. So, as far as glutes go, uh, really getting into your glute bridges and your squats, proper form there. Don't need a ton of weight. Uh, we're really just looking to engage those glutes, as Tiger said many times in interviews, whether it's a scapegoat to his uh, couple bogeys and doubles in there, or it's just actually uh, the basis of the swing. But we need those glutes to be activated. And then as far as the abs go, you know, the abs are everything for us. They protect our whole abdominal region, um, but that's also how we rotate and, you know, be stable through the swing. So we're going to want to do some hanging knee raises lying leg raises and just anything really abdominally uh, rotation based. So whether it's TPI or whether you just get with your local trainer or just look up golf based workouts, it's, it's vital. So many people, and I know you can attest to this uh, old golfers, young golfers, doesn't really matter the age, but we definitely see it in more of our seasoned golfers. They just want yardage, you know, kids of course do, but the old timers, they, they want yardage but they really neglect the gym or mobility yoga. You know, you don't have to be squatting, deadlifting. Yeah. You don't have to be pushing the weight like Brooks and, and Rory. Uh, that definitely helps. We've seen a huge transition in golf now to be more fitness-based because it's just, you know, our bodies need to be healthier. They need to be, they need to have more longevity in the game. Our spines need to be able to support all this torque. Uh, so fitness is huge in the off season, but also in season too. just different amounts of weight rest uh, all depends on if you're a tournament golfer, a weekend warrior, or you're just looking to lose a couple pounds. Uh, last part and also a really big part, which takes maybe even less uh, energy would be the mental fitness, the mental fitness side of golf here. So we have our meditation simply put uh, that can be something also that seems very daunting or silly, maybe even in a way, uh, but it's also something that's helped me in my day-to-day -day life. So just five minutes 
try to do five minutes every morning, even start with something as simple as two minutes. you just really want to allow yourself to sit there and just breathe, focus on that breathing and let, you're going to have thoughts come and go, uh, but don't give them any power. Just kind of let those thoughts that you have wash over you in a way and then just pass. And once that five minute timer goes up, you may be a little less stressed, a little more clarified in the mind, uh, have a little more direction. Yeah, so for the meditation, it's helped me in my day-to-day -day life uh, slowing down. You know, we have all the travel, all the travel, uh, our nine-to-five, social media, the news, everything just has us going at like hyper speed. So that little bit, the five-minute meditation kind of just gives me some mind clarity, slows me down, takes that stress away a little bit. Um, and we need that mental power when we're on the golf course. Yeah, so as far as meditation goes, that's what I've got. That's a huge piece. Helped me in my day-to-day -day life. 100% helped me uh, stay clear, calm on the course, and just really visualize uh, the shots I want to hit. So what's our next point, Daniel? What do you got? So last thing we kind of need to touch on is game plan. So first step kind of for that would be taking keeping track of your stats, which we've been on for people about before. But uh, once you're doing that, then you know, okay, these are the areas that I'm weak in. And uh, kind of just so, so in that break, right, we get on, evaluate your stats. Then you'll know what you're weak in over the year, the past year. And then you can kind of game plan, oh, okay, these are what I need to improve on for next year. Kind of how am I going to do that, right? So now we're kind of working past that break part. So whatever that weakness may be, figure out a way to work on that. Now, um, getting to that, when you when you're making little changes don't overwhelm yourself focus on one thing all right so whatever you're trying whatever you want to improve or maybe your goal is say it's putting put on a yardstick in your house for a little while get the get the start line down that's a great way to get your start line right a great way to get your face square at the start know that your face is square and a great way to get your eyes over the ball and visualize your line bingo that's all you need to do with that so Whatever those things are, little knickknack things you could work on in your house. There you go. Now, now you're kind of in that process of, oh, I'm phasing into my game now. So in February, when I'm doing these things, I'll be ready when April 1st comes or whatever day it is to get out there and play. Um, and then uh, another good time to maybe look at equipment a little bit. Go to a pro, get fit. Maybe your clubs are fit for you. Maybe they're not. So it's kind of that downtime where you got time to get clubs and then don't feel like you're rushed into using them in the middle of the summer. Okay. So you can get time to work with, with new weapons. And then, um, lastly, Santa I kind of, yeah, Santa Claus for a new set. That's what I used to do. I mean, they never came. It was weird. Santa didn't like me that much. I don't think, but they, didn't like, they don't no. like golf in the North pole. Yeah. Um, read books okay so just never this kind of comes down to like life just always try to learn right so take the opportunity in the downtime to read books and learn a little bit read a little bit about the mental game my favorite book golf is not a game of perfect boom maybe if the the thing you need to work on has to do with your swing plane maybe read a little bit of an instructional book about swing plane Yep. Right. Maybe you'll find a couple drills in there or maybe you could hit us up and get some drills, but 
Yeah, that's a big thing, man. It's just the self-discovery and the books in itself. Uh, I've got one, a great one right here that uh, Hank Haney, No More Bad Shots. So this one's been lent to me from our director of golf at the academy here, Matt Fields. Just books like that, man, where you're going to like, you're just kind of teaching yourself. Give yourself a little more knowledge about the swing. Don't take every book you see, you read, or that goes the same for social media too, but I, there's just something about books. I love uh, really being able to touch and feel the knowledge we're gaining here, but also uh, not every piece that we post, not every piece that you read, not every article that you see is going to be for your game. So it could just be knowledge. You could compartmentalize that into just general knowledge. It doesn't have to change your swing every time you read something new. Uh, the statistics show that it takes 66 days to fully ingrain a new habit and have it be actually become like a routine for us. So think about the last time you worked for 66 days in a row or not even in a row, but just together on a new topic of your game. I don't even know if I've, I mean, we have, I guess, uh, without knowing it almost, but yeah. don't give up on the first thing and don't you know, really worry too much about your swing when you're fully indoors. If you can get to a simulator and get some numbers, cool. Just get yep. some swings in, reset your mental mind. Uh, you know, it's all about an internal investigation about what's going to be best for your game. And like Danny said, the huge thing too is getting with a professional, getting with a coach, uh, whether it's reaching out to us on Instagram or our tipped out uh, or our personal Instagrams where we coach ask us questions, uh, online instruction. You can do that right from home. Like we have a lot of programs for that kind of stuff. So the sky's the limit and it's all about, you know, what you're willing to put in and what you're going to get out of it in the spring. So really, uh, really be productive here in this off season, but don't, don't stress it too much. You know, it's a game and it's a, it's a lifelong game at that. Definitely. And uh, kind of closing points I just want to touch on mm. for game plan. It's, le it's more numbers that you can kind of look at here and go, all right, this is what I want to improve. So like when we bring up statistics, you got those numbers right in front of you. So look at those numbers and go, where am I losing shots, right? Mm -hmm. where, what part of my game's the weakest? All right, then you know, okay, this is what I got to work on. Now think about how you're going to get those numbers down, okay? Then go and look at your numbers on a simulator if you, have, if you can get there a couple times. Those are going to tell you the truth. I mean, you don't, you're not going to get lost in probably what you got to work on there. Don't start. I mean, cause sometimes when we're in the middle of the summer, we're just playing, playing, playing. That's when you get into that bad mindset of yeah. worrying about stuff that probably doesn't even matter that much, or you have no idea or no basis of if it really matters or not. And yeah. that, that, that this part of game plan, you can get the good numbers and, and just really pinpoint what you need to improve on. 100%, man. It's all about that self-analysis, but also the analysis from not only your peers, uh, you know, they may have some knowledge as well, but once again, getting in touch with a pro. If you guys are looking to improve this offseason, hit one of us up, either Danny Christie Golf or Balance underscore Performance, or even at Tipped Out. We're really happy to answer you guys' questions, kind of spitball with you, brainstorm what a good plan would be. Um, and I know, I know, I don't know if Danny does, I can assume he would, but I offer the free swing analysis. He will do the same. So just shoot us your swing and we'll kind of get you going on the right path for the off season. And once again, into the spring, we'll get you some instruction. So uh, any other points, brother, I think that's kind of 
a pretty brief description of the best way to kind of go about your off season and also just have a little bit of uh, awareness that you're not alone in your thoughts. You know, you really want to get out there. You also want to get away from the club at times. Just take your time. There's going to be a lot of months, whether it's raining or it's snowing or, uh, you know, maybe you're lucky enough to be in sunny Florida like myself where it just gets dark earlier but stays the same temperature. <laughs> yep, must be nice. I think it, it was 27 cool. here this morning, so. Ah, man, it was uh, flip the script on that and you'll have my afternoon. 72? Yeah, it was pretty cold. I'd like to shoot a 72. I would. I would like to shoot 27. I would, yeah. I've been pretty close. Seven on either side. Yeah, What's I can up? do that What's in uh, PGA two K twenty one. Gotta hop on, bro. Anyone play two K? I got it. Well, that'll wrap this up. Um, hope you learned a thing or two. Hope you realized how to utilize that downtime you're looking at, and you know, don't be afraid to reach out. 100%. Guys, thank you for tuning in to the Tipped Out Podcast, episode 15, with your glorious host, Danny Christie Golf and Brandon from Balanced Performance Golf. Signing off. Peace Until the next one. Peace and love. Contraband got that dope. Sometimes I don't feel alright. New girl on my face, she said she nigga, but that's why I don't feel alright. Catch me in the cat, move. Stop talking, I'm breaking the bank, yeah.